You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Time for your first look at news. And in with the news, Sean. Yes, that's right. And the news is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Start the new year off right with a trip to the leader in cannabis culture merchandise. Pitbull Tobacco and More. Their knowledgeable staff can answer any questions. Pitbull Tobacco and More for locals by locals. Well, we'll begin with what we were waiting for all day yesterday. Well, at least while we were doing the morning show. Mm-hmm. The aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald R. Ford, made its way back to Naval nice. Station Norfolk yesterday at the end of its first deployment, which was extended, obviously. Uh, they left in May of 2023. It was supposed to be a six-month deployment, uh, and it ended up getting extended by the Secretary of Defense for uh, 76 days directly related to fallout mm-hmm. from the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, but everybody extremely happy. Uh, Vanessa Lucero was one of the people out there welcoming home her sailor. She spoke with 13 about happy she, how happy she was. She was barely crawling when he left, and she's walking and running all over the place. So it's, it's great that he's here and he can be here and enjoy the moment. Welcome home. And uh, the Rear Admiral Eslich uh, talked about the mission there. We were deterring aggression in the region, specifically after the attacks of October 7th. Uh, we were deterring third-party intervention uh, in the Israeli-Hamas uh, war. He called the mission a success, and thank you to Channel 13 for the audio there. Uh, but welcome home, everybody. Job well done, and I'm glad that everybody is Absolutely. back. Uh, some notes here just to let you know about. The city of Norfolk announced that the section of Llewellyn Avenue is going to be closed uh, today and uh, tomorrow is when it's going to be happening. It's uh, southbound Llewellyn Avenue between Granby, uh, sorry, the Granby Street Bridge and Delaware Avenue. That's where they're closing it. They say they need to make some critical repairs to the stormwater system there, which means they're important. they got to get them done. For sure. And they said while all that's being done, the southbound traffic will be detoured around the closure. So if that's somewhere you usually go, be prepared. Leave a few minutes uh, you know, extra just to make sure, For sure you have time to get around it. At least find what that detour is. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, another traffic shift you should know about coming up over the weekend, January 21st, First Colonial Road and Virginia Beach, both directions, is going to start seeing some shifting. Uh, they say both south town, southbound lanes on Sunday are going to shift right to the newly widened roadway yep. that they have there. Uh, and then the following day, the northbound lanes are going to shift as well. So they say the traffic sh- shifts are necessary for the crews to continue their work on the lanes that are there now. And while you're going through the area, please observe the 35-mile-per-hour speed limit traveling through the work zone. That's Just a hairy area already. To it really is. Too. Yeah. So just again with that one, it's it's going to be over the week. Well, it starts in the weekend. They say Sunday is the earliest it'll start. Right. Which means that the following day would be Monday. Your morning commuters. So you're still going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that. Leave a few minutes extra, uh, or a few minutes early. I say extra for some reason, and uh, give yourself some time to get around or get through it safely. And one more thing to let you know about here locally, there will be a job fair today. Um, uh, yeah, today. I'm sorry. Um, from the uh, did it. Uh, Disabled American Veterans is oh, putting cool. this one on. And it's at the Hampton Roads Convention Center, Hall A, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. They say there will be roughly 6,000 jobs available uh, they, for transitioning military members, veterans, and their spouses. It's where you can meet with recruiters and lots of companies. They, had, I, they said they have an average of like 50 different companies that are at these things. If you want to be a part of that, you need to go register. There's a, Rumble, a link on the Rumble in the Morning Facebook page for that. But again, today, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hampton Roads Convention Center in Hampton. So keep that in mind. The U.S. military has launched another wave of missile strikes against the Houthi-controlled sites in Yemen, marking the fourth time in days that they've directly targeted the group. The strikes were launched from the Red Sea and hit 14 missiles that the U.S. Central Command deemed an imminent threat. They follow the uh, announcement yesterday that the U.S. has put the Houthis back on its list of uh, specially designated global terrorists. That move adds on financial sanctions on top of American military strikes. 
as they continue to try and get the militants to stop attacking ships in the Red Sea. Officials say they'll try to design the financial penalties to minimize harm to Yemen's 32 million people. While that's going on, tensions still rising in the Middle East as Pakistan's air force has launched a retaliatory strike in Iran, allegedly targeting militant positions. The attack early today killed at least nine people and further raised tensions between the neighboring nations. In U.S. news, the Senate yesterday uh, on Tuesday, excuse me, passed a stopgap spending measure, which is good news. I don't know. I didn't hear about it yesterday, but they uh, passed a stopgap spending measure to get around a government shutdown before the Friday de- deadline, which is great news. It was a 68 to 13 vote. Uh, the senators advanced a continuing resolution to extend the government funding deadlines to March 1st and March 8th. So they'll hold off until then. It's not the first time they've done this move. A lot of people see it as kicking it down the kind of kicking the can yep, down the road. That's exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Congress has passed 200 of these continuing resolutions since 1977. So yep. this is not unheard of. Uh, it's better than a shutdown, but definitely not what we all want. In fact, Tim Kaine, our, our Democratic senator from Virginia, mm-hmm. said a continuing resolution basically says we can't make up our mind and that we wanted to, or what we want to do with the budget. So let's just do what we did last year. Yes, that's, that's exactly what's going exactly on. Exactly what it is. That's what the Dallas Cowboys did yesterday. Okay, continue, Sean. <laughs> you have to do that to me in the sorry, middle of. Sorry. I, we're going to talk about it in sports, I know. So, <laughs> you know, we'll get there. But Rod just had to take that shot at me. Uh-huh. Well, it's the same thing. <sighs> in any event. <laughs> Yeah, in other news, the yes. cost to overdraw a bank account could drop to as little as $3 under a proposal announced by the White House. Ah. Uh, the latest move by the Biden administration to combat fees that it says pose an unnecessary burden on the American consumer, particularly those who live paycheck to paycheck. The change could potentially eliminate billions of dollars in fee revenue for the nation's biggest bank, which are gearing up for a legal battle even before the announcement came out because they expected it. Under the proposal, banks would have to show how much it costs for them to run overdraft services or instead charge a benchmark fee that could be $3, $6, $7, or $14, depending on the final version of the rule. Overdraft fees have always been one of these things that I feel is just so unnecessary and and almost just mean, straight up. Because these overdraft fees... they automatically penalize. They're they're going to be the most most penalizing to the people who can afford them the least. Right, exactly. Without a doubt. Because the people at risk of overdrawing their accounts are usually people who are struggling to keep right. money in the yeah. bank. You don't have money in your account right now, so we're going to charge you more money right. because you didn't have money. Yeah, and I understand that you know you can't overdraw your account. You're not supposed to do that. Right. There's got to be some kind of penalty for that. But that being said, I've all, and I don't understand the ins and outs of how banking sure, sure. works and online banking and, and how it all functions. But I think to myself, why don't I just get declined yes. for things when I don't have the money in my bank account, why well, does it go through? If you're still writing checks, believe it or not, some people still will write a check. Without a doubt, but I haven't written a check yeah. in over 10 years, and yeah. it still happens to me. Yeah. Well, you know, So I don't know. And I, I did hear from somebody that sometimes it has to do with the fact that if it's something you have set up as like a regular payment that comes yeah. out automatically, yeah. it's, it's going to happen. Even at places that say they don't do overdrafts, right. that'll still happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't understand why there's not a... Nope, there's no money, which means the payment's not going out. Exactly. I don't understand that process. But I, I don't get it, dude. Makes no sense to me. But you know what? That's why we don't run banks or That's make any of the rules. Also true. I just, I don't know. Face value, I just think there's a better way. 
Well, the Biden administration tends to agree with you, which is why they're trying to do something. Now, whether that'll work or not and benefit anybody, I'm not sure, but Mm -hmm. this is at least their idea. You also have to take into account how many people do this habitually. Right, yes. And if that, you know, and and that becomes a problem for the bank whose sole purpose to exist is not to, you know, please the customer, but to turn a profit. Yeah, they have to make money. I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. Yeah, Yeah. no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Either way. Uh, Americans uh, stepped up their spending this last month uh, in December, closing out the holiday shopping season and the year in an upbeat tone and signaling that people remain confident to keep spending money. Yeah. Retail sales yeah, accelerated. drop that overdraft thing. That's exactly yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they're ready. Th- yeah. Save me $3 per yeah. purchase. <laughs> Retail sales ex- accelerated uh, by 0.6% in December, from, which is up from November's 0.3% increase. Uh, because uh, spending by consumers accounts for nearly 70% of the U.S. economy, this report suggests that shoppers will be able to keep fueling the economic growth that we've seen. Uh, among last month's overall retail purchases, sales at stores that sell general merchandise rose, one, rose 1.3%. People who sold uh, clothing and clothing accessories went, went up uh, 1.5%, as did uh, online sellers. They said, by contrast, you saw things like furniture and home furnishings actually go down by 1%, which actually reflects the housing market, which is not... They they listed it as not doing great at the moment. Sure. Now again, not super up to date on. Well, it my, also uh, depends on you know it might be nationally it might not be right. Yeah, you know it depends on where you live. Really. Well, yeah, and we always yeah. do these stories yeah. that are national numbers yeah. and this. It's like that, when you do the gas prices nationally, right. I, I don't care what they're paying in California. I don't, right. Well, the yeah. only reason they ever yeah. give those numbers yeah. is just for comparison. Yes. You know, we, yeah. we're, they're paying five bucks a gallon or whatever yeah. it is. We're paying under three. You know, it is yeah. what it is. They're stupid. They should have moved out of that state. Well, you know, there's some that would say that's true. <laughs> but it, it's always, you know, we've got we've always got the anecdotal evidence of, yeah. you know, whereas we're talking about the numbers and, you know, yeah. the, econ- the economy might on paper be doing well in a lot mm-hmm. of areas. But that doesn't mean that people aren't struggling. Right. The individuals. And right. Everything. Right. So without a doubt. Uh, by the way, this is I saw this study and this kind of blew my mind because it's kind of the opposite of what we've heard. Uh, since COVID, everybody's talked about you know wanting to work from home and everything, but then yes. the people have been making you come back to the office because they claim you can't get anything done at home, you're too distracted, nothing's going on. Well, the results of a new study make it seem pretty clear cut that working from home might actually be more efficient. Researchers looked at how many times the average employee gets interrupted while working in person and also remotely. At the office, people were, inter- were interrupted 17 times per week. That's 3.4 times a day and 884 times a year. At home, it was only 14 times per week, around 2.8 interruptions per day and 723 per year, so 18% fewer interruptions than at the office. But how are they gathering the data on the people that are staying at home? How are they gathering? That's a good point. You know, are they being, uh, because I can tell you, uh, I know a lot of people that would love to work at home and not have to come to the office. Yeah. And if they were, you know, given a survey, right? You know, well, well I, I get way more done at home. I mean, less, I'm not interrupted as well, much. Well, that's and, true. But they, all, I mean, they also yeah. interview people who yeah. work in an office. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they, they may might want to go home, but yeah. either way, I mean, you ha- you always have yeah. to take these surveys with a grain of salt. You have to hope people are answering as truthfully yes. as possible. Yeah. But that being said, even the, the study they have it saying that it, it looks like the better option yeah. and it's more efficient. But my argument would be. Uh, what's the focus? Like, how focused yeah. am I? You know yeah. what I mean? While I'm at one place versus the other. Yeah. Which they did actually look at. They looked at how many hours of deep focus the average person okay. had working from home, and they said uh, that was actually technically better, too. They said 18.6 hours of week were uh, classified yeah. as deep focus at work, whereas you had 22.8 hours at home. Yeah. So, again... Well, here's the other argument, but too. We're, and, again, yeah. we're going off the responses to this. I... I, had a, uh, I have a wife that worked here for 29 years in sales. And at one point, um, 
she actually uh, took some time off. We refinanced so she could have a break, right, to be right. honest with you. So she took off for, I think it was like almost nine months, and then came back. And she worked out a deal to come back that in which she would be able to work from home. Okay. And she worked from home, and she was effective for several years. And then finally, our former general manager, Wayne Leland, who is a great guy who's now vice president of this company. Yes. Said Wonderful to her, man. Said to yeah. her, you know what, I, I think you actually would be even more productive if you came back in, uh, you know, maybe just a couple days a, a week. And then it got to the point where she just decided to come in every day. Right. And the reason being is you you miss out on, you know, the, a, lot, a lot of businesses have, uh, you know, you could be talking about something and then somebody could chime in with something you didn't think of. Right, yeah. That's never it's happening true. at the house. You're missing the collaborative You're missing, effort. exactly. Yeah. And you're also missing the camaraderie and feeling part of the team and that, all that other very stuff. very true, but so, they, there, are, there are a lot of yeah. people who don't yeah. want to be, no, they I'll, don't want to do that. Oh, you're looking at them. But, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I do, no, I, actually, that's not true. You know I love you guys. But but that, that it, but I, I get what yeah. your point is, and mm-hmm. I especially agree about the collaboration yeah. between workers, because yes, 100%, one of the biggest things yeah. here is the different ideas yeah. from different people, whether Absolutely. it be we're talking about stuff for the air, yeah. Or we're talking yeah. about ways to market something, yeah. or or anything. Yeah, like uh, you know, today's show. Mike Michael came in with an idea that we're gonna we're gonna try, <laughs> and we'll see if it works. Continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I would still argue that like while you technically may not get distracted, actively distracted by something at home, like maybe you yeah. don't have somebody coming up to you and bothering you, like a yeah. coworker or something. Yeah. I'd still argue that you probably end up getting distracted on your own. Yeah, like, you absolutely. I, I, you think oh. you think to yourself, "Oh, I could go knock out the dishes. Oh, oh I could, you know, something yeah, like not that." Not only that, I mean, I when I was in college, I I used to study with the television on. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Don't get me wrong. Depending on your job, I think there is yeah. some kind of world where I think it, like that's a combination it. of the You're two. Right. Depending could work. on your job, mm-hmm. yeah. It, well, yeah. I feel like a combination of the two could work for most jobs, like yeah. working from home and from the office, yeah. like mixing it up. Right. But I there's there's very few jobs I see as being solely done from home. As efficiently as they would be at the workplace. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. I obviously am not an expert in this. And I sit in a room and make D jokes and yes. you know, do this for a living. So and, do I And know. pontificate about people's uh, work status. Continue. Exactly right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever made the Emmys uh, might have some answering to do for their job. Uh, the 75th Emmys on Fox Monday night drew the lowest ratings in history with an audience of 4.3 million total viewers and a .85 rating among adults 18 to 49. Uh, just to compare, in 2022 on NBC, they did 5.9 million viewers. Uh, despite the low ratings, it was still a good night for networks like HBO, who took home 31 awards, yeah. but nobody saw them do it. So you know. Yeah, and what, what channel was it on? It was on Fox. It was on Fox, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know it was happening until the day after. I mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was the day before or something like that that I realized that it was even going on. And the problem was, wasn't there just another award show before that? It was the Golden so, Globes. Yeah, so, right? so mm-hmm. I'm seeing stuff on Instagram. Which actually, that one I'm, did very well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking that... Oh, Succession, uh, you know, this is the stuff from Golden Globes. It turns out it was from the Emmys. Well, the yeah. Emmys, originally, yeah. they were scheduled for yeah. like three months ago. September. And they got pushed back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, several times. Yes. And so it ended up yeah. landing in the spot where it normally wouldn't have been. So I think yeah. you're right. I think yeah. being so close to the other awards, you'll kind of hurt it in that regard. Um, but somebody who could be taking home an award sometime soon is one Polly Shore. What's my first rule? <laughs> like yourself. Rumble. Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. <laughs> but I've been where you are right now. And where I'm right now is I just love myself. 
every part of myself. <laughs> and I think I can show you how to get here. It's rumble. Yeah. Well, that would be Pauly Shore <laughs> as <laughs> workout star Richard Simmons. The role he was born to play. Now, I will say, Rod, that version yeah. I just played, yeah. you can go watch right now. Oh, really? Because there's a short film he's already in oh, okay. called The Court Jester where he plays Richard Simmons. It's a oh, short film. Okay. But there's a full-blown Hollywood movie coming out now. That's why this yeah. one, that's wow. why that one was yeah. getting more attention uh-huh. again. Wow. That clip I just played was from the trailer for The Court Jester. But yeah, Hollywood came up with the brilliant idea for Pauly Shore to play Richard Simmons in a biopic that they're going to be doing. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Pauly had revealed last year that he was uh, playing phone tag with Simmons about the movie, but it doesn't sound like he's ever really been into the idea. Richard's released a statement saying, uh, you may have heard that they may be doing a movie about me with Pauly Shore. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager, and I no longer have a publicist. I try to live a quiet life and be peaceful. Thank you for all your love and support. Yeah, he's pretty much a recluse. You know, people don't yeah. ever see him. He stays away from everything pa- these Pauly days. Pauly Shore, if you don't know anything about Pauly Shore, he is, uh, in my opinion, uh, he and it's just my opinion, he is the least uh, funny, most famous comedian. He, I, I, he is just not funny. He, I don't get it. It's I, not, Tom Green, Tom Green, who d- does stuff that I don't get, I could see where it's funny. Right. Well, Paulie now, Shore, I just don't find anything I, I will funny say that, except that, what you just played. I will say that, like, I, I've never seen his stand-up, so I yeah. can't comment right. on yeah, his stand-up. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Some of his movies from, like, the 80s and the 90s yeah. made me laugh. It was just, I, you know, he had a it, line or two here or there, but well, it, he was always it, just the, the goofy kind of yeah, stoner he, yeah, friend, yeah, weirdo. Yeah. You know, he was he was just he would played that token role, but I mean, he made me laugh in a few of his oh. movies. Like, I mean, I thought he was funny in Encino Man. Yeah, um, oh. he he plays um, and he always played himself, which is that character he developed called the Weasel. The Weasel, yeah, which uh, is that style that Jabra, you know, yeah. that, that kind of almost surfer esque type uh, attitude he had. Um, but it, which he doesn't really do a lot of anymore. No. He's not so much big on the weasel. He's been in the studio. Oh, really? He actually played the funny bone. And okay, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, our good friend Rick over at the funny bone had to drive him to buy a new suitcase for some reason and detailed me on what a pain in the ass Pauly Shore is, how he <laughs> literally went through every single suitcase, opening them all up in the store, uh, checking everything out, and then just he wouldn't shut him. He'd just go on to the next one. Oh, my God. <laughs> That reminds me of my my brother, uh, for a very short while, worked at Taylor's Do-It Center, uh-huh. and he got bored one day while he was working, and so he went down the aisle with all the plungers and just suctioned them all to the <laughs> counter, <laughs> to the metal counter, or uh, shelf. Yeah. So They were like, every every so often you'd hear all of a sudden, because everybody tried to pick one up, and it was stuck. Oh, man. Oh, good times. Good times. But either way, I'm looking forward to that movie. I think yeah. Rod is, too. Well, it's it's the role that this guy was meant to play. I feel like we have to see he it. He kind of looks out. a little bit like a him. A little bit, yeah. He sound he can sound a little bit like a him. A little. Uh, I think this is this is the role. I think it could be very interesting. I think next year at the Oscars we'll be talking about this movie. I, <laughs> I mean, we might be, but it might not because of an Oscar nomination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new- Around here today, sunny with a high near 49, south winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, slight chance of rain this evening, cloudy with a low around 35, and tomorrow a chance of rain as well, mostly cloudy with a high near 45, last check outside is 25 degrees, everybody get excited about it. With the news, I'm Sean, stop it, I was kidding. With the news, I'm Sean for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.